What's up, everybody, and welcome to the 2022 LAG Awards. You've heard of the SAG Awards, right? Well, this is the LAG Awards. This week, we're going to be looking back on what an amazing year we've had on the show. We're going to highlight the best moments. We're going to be giving out an award for Clip of the Year, giving out an award for Guest of the Year, and yes, we're going to give out an award for the best overall episode of the year. So settle in as we pay homage to all the great guests, all the great moments. In addition, we're going to talk about all the big moments that happened throughout um, pop culture, throughout sports, throughout all of this year. We're going to look back on the year. We're going to give it a review. We're going to highlight the highlight, the high spots, and we're going to talk about the low spots too. So let's get into it. The 2022 LAG Awards starts now. You knew I had to be cracking open a cold one for such a special occasion as this. The first annual LAG Awards. I've been wanting to do this idea for so long. This is going to be the new end of the year show. So pretty much post-Christmas, pretty much the episode right after Christmas, from now on, for the rest of time, as long as this show exists, we're doing the LAG Awards. I figure it's a great way to pay homage, to highlight all the great things we've done throughout this year on the show. Talk about the guests, talk about just all the special moments, all the special things we've said and done on here. Um, Kind of a year in review, I guess. But also, you know, we'll talk about... What's to come next year? We'll talk about um, just plans we have, plan like plans I have going forward into the next year. I want to talk about some of the the big things that we've experienced through this year, and um, it's basically just going to be like a a year in review, and then also, you know, giving some awards out. We're going to give awards out for for all kinds of cool stuff, and it's going to be awesome. So thank you all for sticking around throughout this year. Thank you guys for joining me today. And who knows, maybe you'll win an award. You never know. Um, if you don't mind, please like, share, subscribe. It helps us out so much. And especially if you've been with us the whole ride throughout this whole year. Or if you've just watched a few episodes here and there. That's fine too. Still, like, share, subscribe. It really, even if just subscribe, that's a big one. Just subscribe alone. And if you can give it a like, I understand sharing it's a lot to ask for. It does help us out though. And we're just looking to grow. We grew a lot this year. We really did. I felt like I grew exponentially as a podcaster when it comes to interviews and when it comes to doing the solos. I feel so much more comfortable, so much more confident in what I'm doing. We grew. As far as the numbers go, man, 
let me tell you, the back half of this year, the numbers on views and listens, whether it's the audio or the video episodes, were beyond what I was could have expected or could have hoped for, you know? We were getting double-digit views, multi, or not double-digit, triple-digit, triple-digit views multiple times. Now, I know that's not saying a lot when it comes to other content creators. A lot of these guys out here are getting thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of views. I'm just happy enough to get over 100, and, and I'm not complaining. Like, that's a step in the right direction. So we're working on it, and we are progressing, and that's what you want out of a show. So thank you for that. It's all you guys help out with all of that in in everything. So much appreciation and we will look to grow even bigger and better into the coming year. So why don't we kick this bad boy off the right way and give out an award. So the way this is going to work just so everyone's clear on the parameters of these awards. I'm basically, like, I had no committee of people, I had no poll, nobody voted on any of these. These are literally my personal choices. I'm picking these based on my experience, based on the way I perceived everything to go. And for the most part, what I'm basing it on, besides my own opinion, I'm basing it also on analytics. I want to base it on the content that was created in the moments or with the people. I want to focus on views, like the amount of attention it got. Obviously, that's a big a big factor. If people liked it, they're going to they're going to share it, they're going to listen to it, they're going to, you know, like it and all that stuff. So that that's a big factor in all this too. And then um the last factor would be just overall experience that I felt and that I had in those moments and 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 the um I think the longevity of it like the the how, how well they aged and how well they will stand the test of time in my opinion again I mean this is my show right this is my show I without this show don't happen without me so I get to be the one that hands out the awards. I might be biased in some of these things, but I think I'm pretty good about it. You know, this is my baby, and I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna treat every aspect of it well enough to award it. Also, look how damn dapper I got. I got dappered up for you f- for you guys for this show. This is a special occasion. Although I must admit, I kind of look a little bit like Andrew Tate, which is somewhat disturbing. But also, I don't really dislike him. Here, there was a viral, viral sensation throughout this past year, Mr. Andrew Tate. <sighs> Alright, let's hand out our first award of the evening. Or the morning, depending on whenever you're listening to this. The first award that we're going to give out today is for Moment of the Year. Now, this is anything like of noteworthy that happened in any episode that wasn't just your standard conversation or rant or anything like that. It, it's it's got to be something that went above and beyond the normalcy of an episode, if that makes sense. So the nominees 
for moment of the year are hot sauce test tasting with uh, I did that with Kane Bordner. That was on episode eighty four. Smoking weed and getting high on the show. That was on episode ninety seven with Jared and Dalton. Playing with the band. So we got to play a song, a full song with uh, my band. That was episode 100, Cutthroat. Um, Blind taste test. The beer blind taste test, to be exact. We did two blind taste tests, but I'm going to count the beer one. Because that was a lot of fun to do with Mac. That was in episode 106. And last but not least, when I got wasted going full liquid D. That was episode 111. With the affirmation title, Liquid D. And the winner of Moment of the Year, the 2022 LAG Award for Moment of the Year, goes to Hot Sauce Taste Testing. Now I gotta say, that, and look at this cute little trophy. I went I went all out for this. Now this is the first year, so we are on a bit of a budget. So uh, we got these tiny little trophies. Also, they were the only ones I could find. So um, that hot sauce taste testing, goddamn, that was, and that was pretty early on this year, if I if I'm not mistaken. Um, it it blew like I couldn't believe how I've never tasted something that hot. I couldn't believe how hot that was, and we tried three of them. And here's the thing about it: there's two reasons why this is the winner. Number one, the absolute obstacles we went through when it came to the audio. I mean, it was so, it, the content was so good, and then the audio was so fucky, but it was, but I had to keep it in. So we re recorded the episode, but those sauces were so goddamn hot, there was no chance I was doing that a second time. So I kept the old clip in, and uh, yeah, that's how horrible those hot sauces were. And, uh, and the fact that I am, I am intolerant to capsaicin, another full reason why that's the winner. So congratulations to Kane and the hot sauce on winning the award. Why don't we go ahead and take a look at that, at that moment right now. Oh my God. What am I getting myself into? Yeah, check out that warning label. It's like (laughs) legit. This is Steve-O's hot sauce for your butthole. That doesn't smell bad at yeah, all. Yeah, it smells good. It smells better than that Blind Reaper Double Dose. Oh, you're just going to do a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... We got two other hot sauces. No, that's, that's good. It's got good flavor. No, it does. It's good. I like that a lot, actually. I'm terrified now. Because even that, my mouth's on fire. I'll, 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 fl- I'll give myself. Okay. You go ahead and do yours, I'll do mine. Alright. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's that's hot. Dude, it hit me like a fucking ton of bricks. I was like, maybe I should have got more. And then I was like, no. Whoo! That's hot. Dude, that is very hot. I can't believe how that hit me. Like, it it was on my tongue. And I was like, that wasn't... Like, that's nothing. And then just... You're a madman. But that (laughs) scares me because you're saying that, and you're saying the bomb is just blow your dick off. Cheers. Like, this is so bad, he's not even doing it. He won't even do it. I really don't want to do it. 
There it goes. <clears throat> right in the back of the throat. Yep. I'm just waiting for it to start setting in some more. My ears, I can feel it in my ears already. Not kicking me as hard as the other one. Really? Like... I'm impressed, honestly. Like, it is, like, the back of my throat, definitely. And, like, the roof of my mouth. It hurts. <laughs> like, it doesn't feel good. I specifically bought this just for this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great times. <laughs> Great spicy times those were. Oh, and you know what's funny about that, too? Uh, we had the cutthroat Christmas party just a couple, uh, like a week ago. And um, Drew got the gift of the Hot Ones last dab game. And we tried the, I tried a taste of the last dab, which is the hottest sauce on Hot Ones. So now I've tried two of the, of the Hot Ones sauces, the, the Da Bomb and the last dab. And that last dab is hot as shit. Not as ter- it doesn't taste as bad as the Da Bomb, but it, it, it was pretty hot. So I also, I had a recent experience with hot sauce. And of course, gurgle guts all day, all day the next day. All right, let's go ahead and take a look back on this year, not the episode, or not uh, the podcast, the, the the last year outside of the podcast, everything that's happened in the last year for the world. So I wrote down, I jotted down a few moments I want to talk about here. Some of the major events that we've take, that have taken place this year. Uh, Early on this year, we were hit with the Omicron variant of COVID-19. Now, speaking of things that don't age well, COVID is, like, I've said it before and it it keeps coming back. We talk about how COVID's gone away and it's gone away. It's been gone for a long time, but then they kept trying to bring it back with the Omicron and all those other variants. And for the past, what, six, seven months, you haven't heard shit about it. Like, no other variants, and even if they are talking about them, they're talking about them like they're, like, nothing. Also, we had the monkeypox deal. That was something they were trying to push on us, the gay virus. It was uh, mostly transmitted throughout the gay community. But, neither of which came to fruition of any kind of significance. One thing that did come to fruition of significance, probably the biggest moment, the biggest event that's happened this year... Russia invading Ukraine. Now, this has been something that has been lingering on my mind slowly and little by little, a lot. Um, just, just not a lot, but it, it sits in the back of my mind. First of all, um, it was such a big deal for such a, a significant amount of time, and then people just stopped talking about it. It's still happening. It's still a problem right now, and the problem I have with it simply is. Nuclear annihilation. I know that's a slight problem, and that's something that I should probably not sweat my little brow off on, but I think I might anyway. Nuclear annihilation is not exactly something that I'm looking forward to if that were the case. Also, the fact that we're even involving ourselves at all in this, like, obviously, we can't. Involve ourselves physically in it, but we are trying to meddle in this 
with uh, by putting um, sanctions on Russia and stuff like that. Now, I'm not sitting here saying Russia, we shouldn't do nothing, but we have no stake in this. Like, we're not aligned with Russia, or we're not aligned with Ukraine, so we really have no dog in this fight. So why are we even involving ourselves? That's all I got to say about that. Hopefully everything doesn't go up in smoke. And that's how 2023 goes. But that was definitely the biggest thing that happened this past year. Uh, some other notable things that I wrote down. Uh, we had the the grand trial of Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp. Uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned. That was a big deal. Brittany Griner, speaking of Russia, was locked in a Russian prison and just recently released in what has to be the second worst trade next to Russell Wilson. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we traded her for a guy whose nickname is the Mercenary of Death. And she plays WNBA. You tell me what the bigger asset there was. More people learned about WMEA though. I think a lot of I think WMEA got more of a highlight from that than they ever have ever doing anything. Um, Elon Musk purchasing Twitter was a very hot topic. The death of Queen Elizabeth, probably the most prominent death of the year. But who could forget? Probably the greatest thing to come out of 2022. The greatest moment, the greatest anything was the corn kid. It's corn! A big lump of knobs. It has a juice. It has a juice. Ah, the corn kid. What a guy. What a guy. What a kid. Um, so those are some of the major events that ha have taken place this past year. In sports, we saw the Rams, the Los Angeles Rams, winning the Super Bowl in their home stadium. That's two years in a row that the home stadium or the home, uh, the host city has won the Super Bowl. And um, yeah, that kind of sucked because I was really rooting for Joe Burrow and the Bengals. But Von Miller got himself a, a second ring, so I can't be too upset about that. The Warriors won in the NBA. The Warriors won the NBA Finals, which is just so damn sickening, I can't even stand it. Because goddamn those Warriors. Now, they're not looking terrific this year. Also, in addition, your boy, your boy's boy, Nikola Jokic, did in fact win his second MVP trophy. And is certainly on pace to potentially win a third. So how about that? How do you like them apples? Anyway, Warriors won the NBA Finals. Now the best thing that happened in all of sports this entire year was in fact the Colorado Avalanche securing their third Stanley Cup. That had to have been my personal highlight from anything that happened in sports this past year. The Astros just recently won the World Series. Boo! Because A, baseball sucks ass, and B, the Astros are cheaters, and everybody hates them. 
Speaking of sports that don't matter, soccer. Uh, we did have the FIFA World Cup, which I know, I know, it's kind of a big deal. But in the same way the Olympics are a big deal, they're really not. They're kind of still boring as shit. So, Argentina, though, I will say this. Argentina winning the World Cup is probably the best outcome because Lionel Messi is truly the GOAT. And I did happen to catch the end of that game. The fact that it went 3-3 to with a shootout might be the most exciting soccer game I've ever seen. I mean, most soccer games end 1-1, to and it's just the most boring shit ever. So, at least the finals was interesting. I gotta give them that. I hope, I mean, all those people that went to Qatar and got their heads chopped off, it, they got, it had to have been worth something, right? Um, movies. The, the, the top movies of this past year, spoiler alert, there weren't any. Now, that's not exactly true, but in my opinion, there really, I mean, there really were not any noteworthy movies to, like, that, that will just, like, stand the test of time, in my opinion. The very clear number one box office movie of the year was Top Gun Maverick. Didn't see it, but I'm not going to sit here and just, like, I mean, it's, it was clearly the movie of the year. Um, some other top tier movies that you would like, as far as blockbuster, I'm not, I'm not really talking about, um, critically acclaimed, just mostly box office. Some of the other top ones on here that I wrote down were Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Thor, Love and Thunder. Now those were the three Marvel movies that came out this year. In my opinion, and I did see, I, I did not see Black Panther yet. I will see Black Panther eventually, but in my opinion, out of the three, and I would probably agree with this even if I saw Black Panther, Thor was clearly the better one, and that's saying something considering none of them were very good, or at least the two I saw were not very good. Um, we also had Jurassic World, The Batman, and Black Adam as far as big blockbuster movies. Two out of three are superhero movies. Um, the Batman was actually probably the best superhero movie to come out this year. Didn't see Black Adam. Didn't see Jurassic World. I heard terrible things about Jurassic World. I do want to see it, but I've heard nothing but horrible reviews. And then to finish out the list, just some other noteworthy movies were Elvis, The uh, Bad Guys, Lightyear, Smile, and Nope. Were the other ones I put down. And there was plenty of movies. Um, honestly, out of this entire list that I just read off, I saw three of these. And not overly impressed by any of them. Out of, honestly, out of this entire list, The Batman was the best movie I saw all year. And it was it was good. But, you know. As far as like a whole year's worth of movies. Meh. Top shows, streaming service, TV shows, anything of that nature. Clearly the number one, there's not even a close second, was House of the Dragons. House of the Dragons was by and far the absolute most uh, top level, top tier TV or streaming anything of the year. 
However, there were, of course, others. And that's just that's not just my opinion, though. That's that's like fact. So here are some other ones. You had the Lord of the Rings series that was on Amazon Wednesday, which is a recent phenomena. White Lotus, the Dahmer series, of course, who could forget that? Um, you had Obi-Wan, Boba Fett, or the book of Boba Fett. Of course, Stranger Things, the season four came out. Moon Knight, which was a Marvel thing. Probably the best Marvel uh, streaming series. You had Peacemaker, continuing on with Yellowstone, and then also Euphoria. Those are just a few. I know there's plenty, plenty others. But those were just the ones that I wrote down as some noteworthy shows and movies that came out this year. And God knows we can only hope for better. And yes, you you heard me correctly. I did not. I intentionally did not add Avatar to that list because it ain't worth it. Because that, that movie will never garner my respect enough to say that it was noteworthy for a year. For a year in review. All right. Well, let's hand out our next award, shall we? This next award is going to Clip of the Year. All right? So this... I've, I've been trying to put out a clip from every episode. Or at least one or two clips... Just these are mostly just like the 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 strong rants, moments, funny things, yeah, comedy bits that I've done. Most of the I, these are pretty much all from solo episodes because that's when I usually get my best uh, clips in. So the nominees for clip of the year are Coffee Hack from episode eighty seven. The Wyoming Rant from episode 92. Monkeypox from episode 112. Drugged, the time that I got uh, roofied from episode 114. Taco Slut from episode 124. And Problems from the recent episode... 129, that's the one where I basically was like, get off your ass and don't give up. It was a motivational one. That was The rest, most of these, so out of all these, I'd say most of them were funny. One of them was a serious story about me getting drugged, and the other one was a motivational message, which I like doing the motivational ones every now and again. However, the winner of Clip of the Year had to go to a comedy bit. And it was easily the funniest thing all year. Not to mention the absolute truest thing all year. Clip of the year goes to the Wyoming rant. Because no words were ever spoken less true. No words have ever been spoken more true than the the Wyoming rant where I piss all over that place. In fact, it's the rant so nice, I did it twice. Because I had to f- drive through that hellscape of a state two times, and both times were hell on earth. 
So the clip of the year goes to the Wyoming rant. Let's go ahead and run that right now. Wyoming is the absolute, undeniable, worst state in the 50. Every single time I have driven through that hellish state, I've hated it more and more. I can't get out of that state fast enough. I literally can't because the weather prevents me from getting out of it. It's always windy as shit. There's nothing to do there. I, I'm telling you, Wyoming is God's toilet because when he created it, he just took a big old shit on it. I want you to sit back right now and think to yourself, have you ever just thought this weekend, I think I'll take a nice trip to Wyoming. There's no way you've ever said that because why? The only reason you ever go to Wyoming is just to go to some other state. Uh, uh, you're visiting family? Okay, fair enough. Go there. Go visit your family in Wyoming and help them pack so that they can move out. Why would you ever live there? You can't give me an explanation enough to say why you would ever want to live there. If you say, oh, it's, the, it's beautiful, the nature of it, it's not beautiful at all. It's a desert. It's a rocky desert. It's not a flat desert. I'll give you that. You do got mountains and shit. But it's so brown. There's bordering states all around you that are 10 times more beautiful. Oh, oh, you got Devil's Tower? That actually makes sense. You know why? Because it's literally hell. You got Yellowstone National Park? Congratulations. That is the only real positive if that fucking volcano blows up. I know I'll die in the process. It's We're in the blast radius too. But you know what? Sacrifices. You know? I'll take it. I'll bite the bullet just to see that fucking state wiped off the face of the earth. I swear to you, next time they have a fire season, I will actively send money to fund the firefighters to not put it out burn that fucker to the ground burn it down and just so we're clear okay because i do joke a lot on this show to anybody out there that is from wyoming if you currently live in the state of wyoming if you've moved there or if for some reason you have like this odd love for that state, as much as I'd like to say I'm sorry, I can't. I, I can't. If you have a weird liking for Wyoming and you live there, I don't give a fuck. And I don't say, I'm not saying I hate the people in Wyoming. I have nothing against you. I think you're idiots for living there. But I don't hate you. I just hate the state. While I don't apologize to the people of Wyoming, I just want to make it clear I don't hate you. I am advocating for you to leave because it is an absolute shithole. See? And even the more I hear it, the more I see it, the, the more I, I empathize with it. I understand it. I went back and watched that after my second trip to Wyoming, and... 
it it was every bit as true as the first time that I that I made it. So um, I I do want to mention though, a close runner up was Taco Slut. The only reason it didn't win was because I could only think of so many better things I could have added to that afterwards, and I was so disappointed that I didn't that um that it just it couldn't win because there was so much missing off of it. So, sorry about that. Maybe next time. Maybe next time, tacos. Um, speaking of the Wyoming trip, I wanted to run through my personal year. The year that I personally had. I want to make some notes. Just kind of look back on, on my year. And so, in this past year, I had my class 10-year reunion where I was drugged. And so that was an interesting, that was interesting. Yeah, I got blackout drugged for the first time in my life. That was interesting moment. Um, I, my band only had four shows this last year. We thought we had more. We had, we had multiple shows scheduled and a lot of them had to get canceled or we had to cancel in some facet. It just didn't work out. We only played four shows this last year. So that's a big thing that we need to change. But I'm still definitely happy with all of them. So, I was in two weddings. I, I was the uh, groomsman for my friend Pow, and I was the groomsman for my friend Brandon. And actually, the suit is the suit that I wore at Pow's wedding. I went to I, I went two different places. Well, obviously, I went to uh, Missoula as well. I'm not counting that Nashville. My first time ever going to Nashville was a blast. And I went to Denver twice. And that is where I experienced both those Wyoming trips. <sighs> which which garnered clip of the year. Um, Music-wise, I swear I saw more bands. I, I mean, I'm sure I did. And I just... Because it's hard to tell when I don't have the ticket stubs. Because now so many of events are on your phone. The tickets are on your phone. The ones I can write down is I saw Shinedown, I saw Nelly, and I saw Clutch. I do remember I also saw Soulfly earlier in the year. Um, I got to see Burt Kreischer live at the Metra. That was fun. Family-wise, my nephews came to town. I got to hang out with them for... They were here for like a month or maybe a month and a half. So that was really cool. I got to hang out with the nephews. And on the downside... My dad died. And so, family-wise, that was the, the ups and the downs of that. So, that pretty much covers my personal entire year. Um, I'm sure there's other stuff. And really, all you got to do is look back on the episodes to see exactly what all I did. But those were, those were the key moments, I believe, from this past year. As far as, uh, yeah, those, those are some of the bigger key, key moments, I think. And while we're on the subject of me, why don't we hand out our next award? So this next award is for title of the year. Okay. Um, or wait. Yes. Just want to make sure I'm doing the right one. Title of the year. Um, 
And basically, this is just me patting myself on the back for being clever and having funny names for show, for episodes and being very pun-worthy. So I'm basically just patting myself on the back with this one for just being funny and clever. So title of the year. The nominees are num- uh, episode 82, Metamorphin Time. Which is actually really cool considering JDF and all that. Um, Episode 86, No More Talking in the Free World. Episode 101, Thy Kingdom Come. Spelt, uh, you know, the other way. Episode 112, Lotteritard. Now, I understand that there is same, uh, some... (laughs) Politically incorrectness with that, but I think it's funny as shit. And number 123, Nick or Treat, which was the Halloween special. And I thought that was clever because I was little Nicky. And the winner of Title of the Year goes to No More Talking in the Free World. I thought that was absolutely brilliant because the connotation of that episode. Or, or of that title, the meaning behind that was, um, was, what's his name? Uh, Neil Diamond, right? Neil Diamond? Neil Young? N- there's two Neils. Neil Young or Neil Diamond. I don't freaking remember which one it was. Neil Young? Um, had, so he had beef with Joe Rogan, and they were, they were really, everyone was up in arms because Joe Rogan was talking about, covid and stuff like that and and they wanted to cancel joe and get him deplatformed from spotify and so neil young was like i'm taking all my catalog off of there and the fact that he has a song called no more rocket or yeah or no yeah keep on rocking in the free world is the song keep on rocking in the free world so hence the title no more talking in the free world i thought that was clever and it was so clever that it won title of the year. Now, sticking to the subject of yours truly. I don't know if you saw my little bow tie there. I've been talking about a little bow tie. Um, <laughs> let's go on to solo episode of the year. So this one is going to just be awarding the best overall episode only featuring me. You know, because I do the solo episodes and I do the guest episodes. And this is just basically awarding the best episode that I that I thought was wall-to-wall awesome. From start to finish, it didn't really... Like, these episodes did not have any lulls. They really didn't have too many down spots. Every bit of these episodes was worth listening to. So, go back and listen to all of these. They're all fun episodes. And and I and so we're gonna um yeah all the all of these episodes are worth listening to so um solo the the lag award for solo episode of the year the nominees are episode ninety three sex and the silly episode one hundred and four dear dad. Episode 118, Melting of the Mind. 
Episode 120, You're Not Gay Enough. Episode 123, Nick or Treat, the Halloween special. Episode 129, Life Goes On. And I'm going to throw in episode 130, Grinchmas, which was our Christmas special. Because, I mean, the the holiday specials are always so good. So I had to put both of them in there. Um, I don't even think there was a remotely close winner to this. There, there really could have only been one. And that, of course, is Dear Dad, which was my tribute to my father. The whole episode is an absolute tribute to my father. And um, the reception that that episode got, the amount of people that watched that, the amount of people that reached out, um, there there couldn't have been any other one that won this award. So, uh, Dear Dad is the winner for solo episode of the year. And like I said, all these episodes are amazing. They're, they all have amazing things in them. And I like I said, I, I feel like they're all wall-to-wall very good. But there, there, there really was not even a remote second place to this. Um, so this award will go uh, posthumously to my father. So good job, Dad. You wanna you you even in death, you you're getting awards here. Um, let well you know this is a good segue here. I suppose it wouldn't. It wouldn't be a true award show if we didn't pay homage to those that we've lost. Obviously, I've already paid homage to my dad, so we got the award here for him. I mean, I, I have a whole episode that the award is for. If you want to go back and, and watch me pay all homage to him. Um, but, of course, I have to write down the celebrity wing of people that we've lost. Thankfully, I will admit I will say this, thankfully I did not experience a lot of personal loss this year. Obviously, a big personal loss, but fortunately not multiple personal losses. So, um there were there I looked it up, there were in a lot of celebrities who uh departed this world this past year. But I wrote down a few that I thought, at least, I'm not going to say they're worth mentioning more than the others. I'm going to say these are people that I knew and people who I thought had a probably a bigger impact in their fields. If that's, you know, trying not to be um, rude or anything like that. So, here is our In Memoriam segment. The aforementioned Queen Elizabeth II, Jason David Frank, Kevin Conroy, who is the original voice of the Batman, the true voice of the Batman, Aaron Carter, Gallagher, Takeoff, Robbie Coltrane, who played Hagrid, Angela Lansbury, Kirstie Alley, Coolio, Olivia Newton-John, Vin Scully, the voice of the Dodgers, 
the great Bill Russell, one of the greatest NBA players of all time. Tony Sirico, who played Polly Walnuts on The Sopranos. James Kahn. And the recently departed Franco Harris, the Hall of Fame legend from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Cheers to all of them. Cheers to all their families. May they all rest in peace. And may anybody who you've lost also rest in peace. So, had to get a, a memorial out there, a, in memoriam for this past year. A lot of, lot of big names, man. A lot of legends. Aaron Carter, Kevin Conroy, JDF, Queen Elizabeth. Although, you know how I feel about Queen Elizabeth after... Uh, I had a Queen Elizabeth rant, too, if you want to go check that out. I don't remember what episode it was on. <laughs> Whenever, <coughs> Recently after she had passed, I don't remember when that was. Let's go to our next award. So, the next award will go to Fan of the Year. So, this award is dedicated to all the people that I have made note of. Because, trust me, your fandom, anybody who is a true fan, who talks about the show to me, asks about the show, um, likes, shares, does all that... I make note of it, and um, it's time we recognize them. we got to recognize the true fans who help keep this podcast going. So, surprise, surprise, most of these are my family, <laughs> but I still want to make mention of them. So, the nominees for Fan of the Year are my mother, Shelly Fisher, my brother, Landon Morris, my nephews, Ladarian Holmes and Lewis Holmes Jr. Lisa Evans, the one non-family member. Did I say Evans? Lisa Levins. The one family member, or the one non-family member on this list. And last but not least, and again, the winner of Fan of the Year, my dad. He was here for a portion of this year, and he truly was one of the greatest supporters that I had. He supported me in my music. He supported me in the podcast. He shared so many episodes all the time. It would be an absolute shame for me to not award this to him. So, Dad's taking home. Dad's taking home all the awards. He's He is... Uh, Sweeping us out here on the 2022 Lag Awards. Cheers to you, Dad. Cheers to you, Dad. That's from Jingle All the Way. Um, Let's see. Am we going to go into another? Yes. We are going to go right into our next award. Just straight off of that. So, this is... One of the big ones right here. This is one This is one that I really want to actually take a second and talk about before I hand this award out. The next award will be for Guest of the Year. 
First and foremost, I want to thank every single guest I have had on this show this past year. Um, it's so much to ask for people to come on the show because I understand you're taking time away from your life. Some people, they really like it. Some people, I feel like I'm asking a big favor out of them to do so. Um, and nonetheless, whether you want to be on the show or whether you feel obligated to be on the show, I mean, I'll never try and pressure anybody to be on the show. But the fact that you all have made the effort to come on the show, share your experiences, have some laughs, do crazy shit like eat hot sauce and drink beers and have fun, it means an absolute ton to me you have no idea i mean half the episodes are our guest episodes so you make up half of this show and i want to extend my appreciation to let you know what it means to me for every single guest all of you you are all terrific i love you all i'm so so blessed that you came on the show and um and everybody's welcome to come back a second, third, fourth time, you know? So, the nominees for Guest of the Year are Lisa Levins, Tony Horton, Joey Lodeen, Cutthroat, Ladarian and Lewis Holmes. Mike Craig and Shelly Fisher. Now, before I hand out this award, I, I meant to mention the reason that these specific guests were nominated over others is simply because of. I'm basing it on the content that was in those episodes. The, um, basically like what, what we talked about, what we shared, what we, um, just the whole conversation, like everything that was the moments that were made in those episodes and, um, obviously views are part, are part of it. Um, reception, the way people talked about these episodes. I just want to, I just want to clarify why these specific guests were nominated for this award. And it mostly has to do with the gravity of the content in those episodes. So the winner of the first annual LAG Awards for Guest of the Year. And I'm so sorry. I feel so biased for this, but I don't care. It's my show. And it, and it absolutely should be this. My mother, Shelly Fisher. And if I'm being completely honest, I feel bad because I, f I do feel a little bit biased. I just gave my dad two awards, and I'm going to give my mom the other award. But you go back and listen to that episode with my mom, and you tell me she doesn't deserve this award for Guest of the Year. That was an absolute banger of an episode. It was incredible. And, and no slight to anybody else on this list. Lisa, she talked about her addiction problems and, her, and overcoming those. Tony, we talked music. He's the singer and bass player for the band 
uh, one second ago. That was incredible. Joey Lodine, MMA fighter. We talked about MMA the whole time. Obviously, my band Cutthroat. That was an incredible episode, getting all of them on there. My nephews, the youngest guests I've had on the show. My Uncle Mike, we talked heavily about suicide prevention. But my mom, man, she she bared her heart and her soul and told and and bared all of her of her history with drugs and crime and and addiction and all of that. And for that reason, mom, you are the guest of the year. Congratulations. And congratulations to all the other guests for being nominated. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Um, so what can we expect moving forward into this next year, into the year 2023? What can we expect to, like, what are, what are the, the big things coming in this next year? Well, speaking of guests, I can tell you right now, I have an absolute banger of a list of guests. Now, will they come on? Will I be able to get even half of these guests? We'll find out. But I'll tell you this. If I can get even half of the the guest list that I've come up with for the year 2023, we're in for an absolute hell of a year. That's what I got to tell you for that. So stay tuned. We got some awesome guests. And you can guarantee you're going to see a lot of return guests too. I have no problem bringing people back. I, I encourage bringing people back. Um, in addition to that, um, I am, this is breaking news, I am going to start doing ads. So, we've had 130 plus episodes of ad-free content, and um, I appreciate the fact that you've, you know, I hope you appreciate the fact that I've been doing this for free for so long, but the the time has come, I gotta monetize this thing, man. I've put in so much work, everything that I've bought for this has been straight out of my pocket, and so I think it's time to start doing some ads. I don't know how that's going to go. I don't know if I'm even going to make that much money doing it. But the time has come, okay? We've been we've been doing this podcast for over 2 years now, right? Am I crazy? Has it been almost 2 years? Not quite 2 years, right? A year and a half, something like that. It might even be 2 years. I don't fucking know. It's been so long. 130 plus episodes we've been doing this show. And the time has come, going to start doing some ads. So, just wanted to forewarn you, this episode will not be, this will be your last ad-free show. Now, I say that, keep in mind, I do say that, doesn't mean it's actually going to happen. Because I'm the, I'm the world's biggest procrastinator, and, you know, I also have to figure out how to do it. <laughs> so, uh, but that is the plan, is to monetize. So, I just wanted to let you guys know about that. Um, for me personally, in the upcoming year, got to get more shows with the band. We already have two planned. Ju- uh, Ju- January 7th, Craft Local, come on down. That's our first show of the year, and it's only going to get bigger. In addition to the band, 
We want to get recordings. That is a must-do for the band. We got to get the recordings. We also want to get um, a road show, at least one road show this year. I'm turning 30 this year. This is We're coming into my last year of my 20s. I'm going to be 30. And I've been saying it for a long time. I don't even know if I've said this on the podcast yet. But my ultimate plan is for my birthday, I will be making a trip to Dublin, Ireland. So look forward to that. That's my one trip I have planned this year. I'm sure I'm going to make several others. But that is the one guaranteed trip I will be making this year. So that's what we have to look forward to in the upcoming year. Um, hopefully you guys all have some some big plans this year. you got to make plans. Start coming up with plans now. Because then you have a lot to look forward to. And that's the best way to do it. you got to look forward to the things in the next year. All right, guys. The time has come. We are going to award the biggest award of the year, all right? Episode of the year. This is solo episodes, guest episodes. This is the overall best episode of the year. And the nominees are episode 91, Tony Horton. Episode 100, Cutthroat. Episode 103, Joey Lodeen. Episode 104, Dear Dad. Episode 118, Melting of the Mind. Episode 127, Shelley Fisher, 2. And episode 129, Life Goes On. And the winner, by an absolute landslide, the winner of episode of the year goes to episode 100, Cutthroat. There really, again, could not have been any other option here. The thing about that episode, and I'll tell you right now, it was the absolute most ambitious attempt at an episode I've ever done, ever. I had five people on the show. I had four guests, five people total on the show. That's the most I've ever done. That was a that was a task in itself. Um, we made an evening of it. We made an event of it. I had. We ordered pizza, we had booze, we got drunk, we played music on the show, we, we, had, uh, we did like a um, questionnaire of the band. It was, there, the, there was humorous, it was inspirational, it was a blast. Like, I can't even tell you how much I put in to getting that episode to, to work, and the fact that it did... And and we were we did it for the groundbreaking episode of number one hundred. There could be no other episode. It had to be episode one hundred. Is crowned the best episode of the year. And I forgot to mention, has the most views of any episode in 
Life's a Garden history. Over 500 episodes or 500 views on that one episode, which is an absolute remarkable feat. So it couldn't have been anything else. Episode 100, episode of the year. Go check it out. Go rewatch it. In fact, let's take a look back at that episode right now. All right. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Cheers. So apparently I have this reputation for farting. Who'd have thought? Apparently. Drew almost got fired over a fart. And I drove the whole crystal out. Yeah, and everyone this blamed like, me. They instantly... The first show, we start playing, and I'm, like, super focused on my stance, and, like, just, I kind of felt like a nerd. But I remember going down and talking to my dad, and he's like, you sounded really good up there. I didn't, with that stance you got going, your ass probably doesn't sweat either, because you got all this <laughs> ventilation. In your bathroom, there was a sex doll. Because I was like, oh my gosh, this is Lucas's sex doll, and I'm outing him. It was not I was like, it's mine. I'll take the fall for Lucas. Oh, yeah. you were trying to be a, a team player. I was trying, you were genuinely confused. I didn't know. You know, I was like, this is not happening. Lucas, I don't, I don't know. But then the truth came to light. Whose was it? Yeah, whose was it? So, the history of uh, the sex doll. <laughs> she has a rough history. <laughs> so, let's get to know the bandmates on a more oh, personal no. level. Have you ever had a paranormal experience? A funny or embarrassing moment from school or childhood? Tell me about the first time you did the horizontal mambo. Keep those vipers in your pants, boys. Oh, sorry, I threw up next to you. And I'm like, hey, man, we're smoking. You want to smoke? Fuck, not even 10 minutes go by. Here comes the principal. Piece of shit that fucking hopefully lives in a trailer. Not winning at life. Oh, no, 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 not you. <laughs> As I was putting Q-tips up my ass. <laughs> what? Go for it. It's achievable in some way, in some capacity. Do what you believe in. Don't be afraid of it. And don't be afraid to reach out. Is don't be afraid to start small. And don't be afraid to take baby steps. And start with what you can do. There's a lot of people I see that are way too hard on themselves. I think a lot more of us have a lot more untapped potential than we think. And you're never going to get there unless you start small. It was Muhammad Ali that said, if you were the same man in your 50s as you were in your 20s, you're wasting your life. Don't give up. Keep trying. Life is awesome. Life is beautiful. And life is worth living. So go out and fucking live it to your fullest. Because for the 100th time, life's a garden. Dig it. All right, folks, that's going to wrap us up for this, this episode for the, for the first annual Lag Awards. Thank you guys so much. Real quick before we go, I do want to let you know and fill you in on my personal New Year's resolutions. First things first, I want all of you to think about your own resolutions. I know it's like kind of a, 
it's kind of a uh what's the word i'm looking for cheesy thing to do anymore it's kind of like hokey to just to come up with resolutions it's not it's it's good to have goals and to and to push yourself to do bigger and better things okay now the number one thing that usually is is to get healthy and to be healthy and i've said that in the past is i want to be healthy i want to work out and to be completely completely honest I'm a prisoner of the moment right now, and I've been I've been eating like absolute shit lately, and drinking like nuts, and not working out. But this last year, I might have been the most fit I've been since high school. Completely honest. So I'm not worried about getting back to that. I know I have the determination, the uh, will to do so, and I will do it again. I will get back to where I need to be. Right now, we're just living in the holiday season, just indulging a little bit, which is fine. This last, I think last year, my, my resolution was to stay in contact with more people than, you know, to stay in contact with friends that I don't normally keep as close contact with. And I think I did a pretty good job of that. I feel like I stayed in contact with people better than I had in years past. But this year, it's twofold. Number one, I want to start being more creative in my songwriting. I want to start painting again, maybe uh, doing more craft stuff. I want to be more creative in this upcoming year. That's a big goal of mine. And number two, I need to stop caring what people think. There are 8 billion people on this planet. There is zero chance that I will ever be able to agree with all of them and there's zero chance that they'll all be able to agree with me I can't please everybody and I try so hard I have such empathy and sympathy which aren't bad but to a detriment of the point that I care too much what people think and how people feel sometimes you have to tell people to fuck off sometimes you have to tell people to shut up you can't save everybody's feelings. And that is something I need to learn into this next year. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm not like working on being a total douche. I just need to stop caring about every little thing that every person thinks and feels. So that's something I'm going to work on this next year too. And I want you all to think of something too. I know you got good ones. Just stick with them. Be strong. And... uh and we're going to have a great 2023. We're, we're going to go into this year. Honestly, I thought this last year was, not, was a pretty good year. Overall, we had some ups. We had some downs. But I think the ups outweighed the downs. Ooh, I totally spaced talking about UFC for sports. Oh, well. I'll talk about them later. There was a lot of good UFC in sports, too. <laughs> God damn. How did I miss one of my favorite sports? Because I was too busy shitting on soccer. That's how. Oh, well. Anyway, thank you all for watching. Please, like, share, and subscribe. Um, let me know. Let me know what you thought the best episodes were, what the best uh, moments were, and what the, who the best guests were. And if you want to be a guest, reach out. I'm always looking to add to that list. We're going to go out the exact same way we did last year by looking back at all the great 
positive and motivational messages from all of our guests through this past year. Thank you all. We will see I will see you in the year 2023. Don't let your past dictate your future. You know, you can't change the past. You can only move forward. And holding on to all that negative or whatever that has happened in the past doesn't have to dictate where you're going tomorrow. Follow your dreams because that's that's what I've been doing and it has made me so fucking happy. Just find your goal and don't stop running. Take a look around you and appreciate all the wonderful people in your life every day. Your day-to-day people you, you work with you know, the people in your community, but especially your family. Just appreciate the people in your lives because that's where the true richness comes from. I don't live for the future sense of, like, retirement because I don't know how long I have in this world. So I live to what I can do the fullest, day by day, pretty much in any anything sort of the present because you don't know. I've been trying not to let any small mistakes become, like, failures by learning a lesson from them you know because that way i can kind of turn around and look at it as a success like if you learn something yeah it's not a loss you know don't give up on yourself no matter how far down you've fallen or where you're at in life you can always come back and turn it around you're never fully alone god's always with you do whatever it takes to smile once a day at least if you smile once a day it starts to get contagious and it starts to get longer so everybody comes from similar situations though they are very different you'd be surprised how very similar they could be and it only takes a conversation to realize that there are good people on the other side of the world just be nice to each other yeah be nice for sure. yeah take care of each other it's good to care but sometimes you care too much then it kind of just ruins the rest of your life so i would just say keep doing you don't care what anybody else thinks be yourself man just don't don't worry about what other people think be you and also uh, sit back and observe god gave with two years and one mouth for a reason man sit back and observe man do something creative go write that song go do that painting it's good for the soul stretch your creative brain Learn something about yourself, creatively. I just can't stop thinking about how much better I feel when I exercise. Get out and exercise. Get your mind right, get your body right. Stop drinking, do something productive, you know? I was always told there's two kinds of people in this world. There's kinds that use their backs, and there's kinds that use their brains. It's up to you to decide which one you're gonna be. And then for a long time, I was just good for my back, but it's never too late to make a change. Just because, you know, you got a strong back doesn't mean it's always going to be that strong. So you need to use this thing for more than a hat wreck. So what that is, it's never too late to make a change. Keep a positive mindset. It doesn't matter how high you reach. It doesn't matter how high you're aiming for. you got to just keep going. Even if you don't hit it, I mean, at least you know you tried. you just got to keep going. You will always regret the thing that you didn't do more than um, actually doing it. So don't regret not doing something. I I tell anybody, take a rest, you know, branch out. You you won't 
be able to get stuff unless you risk a little bit. You're going to have to make some leaps. You know, you're going to have to just jump without knowing 100% what's below you sometimes. You right. just are. you, you got to risk the failure. you got to risk uh, having to scramble. Growing into more of who I want to be. Because as a mom, you do still want to remember who you are as well. And I'm trying to remind myself that all the time because I get so lost with my kids. So I'm working on all this becoming the best version of myself for my kids to see a happy, healthy me. Uh, go for it. It's not unachievable, and uh, it's achievable in some way, in some capacity, and you will be happy. Do what you believe in, don't be afraid of it, and don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to start small, and don't be afraid to take baby steps, and start with what you can do, because I feel like there's a lot of people I see that are way too hard on themselves and believe that they can't. A lot more of us have a lot more untapped potential than we think, and you're never gonna get there unless you start small and you let yourself make mistakes. You're always gonna be a student in life, and if you think anything else, you're a dipshit. If you're the same man in your 50s as you were in your 20s, you're wasting your life. You have to actively try to experience life and to fulfill yourself and to fulfill life. Just be a good person. Be respectful. Be kind. These are the things we all want, right? These are all the things that we want from people. You don't get that if you don't give that. Positivity radiates positivity. You don't get to call it quits. Life pushes you down. You get back up. And you keep moving forward. You don't get to fall down and say, I'm done. I give up. That's for quitters. And we're not about that. We're not about quitting. We're not about giving up. Because life goes on. There's no strength in giving up. The strength comes from persevering and moving forward and overcoming. And I know you're not weak. We're not here to be weak. We're here to be strong. And guess what? We are stronger together and once you realize that you're not alone there's people dealing with the same thing you are and they're not giving up so you better not give up either most importantly though don't forget life's a garden life's a garden life's a garden dig it